Okay, so we're up to um Sivasizakha, so Shvil Shani, Ice Bays. So it's on page uh Ayin Ray, Shri Shain. Okay, so Nachmal, so what we saw so in in, in Shvil Aleph really what, what the Kamara was establishing is the concepts of Amuna, Amuna Bitachin and so on. And towards the end of, of Shvil Aleph, he was really expanding the territory of Amunah, I guess you can say, that Amunah exists also even in the world of free will. Other people's free will, you have to think of as Hashkacha Pratis. Your own free will, you think of as also uh, part of Amunah, part of Hashkacha Pratis, to a certain degree. And so now in Shvil Beis, what we began with last time, is expanding Amunah as well, even that the Rabbani Shul's presence is even in areas that are v'yachol uh, unholy and, and unhealthy. Even in Chayshech, the Rabbani Shul exists. And Adarab, not to, t- not to take away from the sensitivity of the Chayshech, but that makes the Chayshech even more painful by knowing that the Rabbani Shalom is sort of uh, in Golis over there. So that's what he began to talk about, so we'll continue on in those lines. So Ois Beis. So he says like this, Again, this is also uh, paraphrasing from the Sefer Chesel Avram, from the Chido's grandfather. So part of Amun is to believe that the Hanhaga of the world now, which is in Golas, the Arnistam, is coming from a light. It's just a hidden light. In other words, again, it's not the Pshat that in Golas, the Rav Hashem Kiviachal, you know, uh, uh, you know the, 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 it's like, you know, the Chazal say the Shekhin is in Golas, right? So it's the Shekhin, where to go? So I guess a simple way is the Nishkinah means that they left the world and it's somewhere in Himmel. The Rabbanishal wants to be in Beis HaMikdash. That's not the Pshat of Shekhinah Gaul. Shekhinah Gaul means that the Rabbanishal is everywhere still. But the Shekhinah Gaulusa means that we don't, we don't see His presence. And the light of the Shekhinah Gaulusa is not able to, you know, to sort of show itself in a revealed way. And so we experience, everything we experience in the world, which is, which is real and alive, it's coming from Hashem. It's just a, an arnistam. It's a hidden light. So he says, And it might seem, and, and because of this, uh, the spheres, which are, you know, again, the, the infrastructure of the world, both spiritually and mamela physically as well, there's a certain uh, dryness, you can say. You know, so in other words, again, uh, very often you'll, you'll find in this farm like a, a mushal that when you know, that Hashem's light, so to speak, is, is compared to, like, water. Like, you know, uh, you know, Mayim she'en lam saif chazal v'lash, like that in, in, in Yuvamis. Mayim she'en lam saif. So, to say something in this world, she'en lam saif, right? So, Mayim she'en lam saif. So, water, water is always vitality in life. So, when we talk about the time of Gula, right, a time based on Mignosh, or, or more localized, when things are good in a person's life, that's symbolized by the spheres, or the infrastructure of your life, being being with lachas, being uh, moisture and, 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 and life. Huh? There you go, exactly. Right. It's beyavish. But when it's dried up, that's a symbol of everything, uh, of the Rabbani Shalom, Kivyachal, not seeming to be there. And that's why it feels dry. But, uh, but it's there behind the scenes. So he says, V'asiris beyavish b'gol samar is that. So, Einshama ar mu'etis amaruba, aipula katana gedayla, but a person has to remember that even when it's yavish, even when it's difficult, things are dried up. But whatever mitzvahs you do experience is ultimately being enlivened by Hashem, right? And that's part of the, the, the you know the irony of life of being able to figure out how and be able to be sensitive to the fact that even in tzaris there's there's good as well. Let's say a person. I mean, a very simple example. 
don't know if I said this recently, I can't remember, but let's say a person has a headache, right? So it's a, okay, no one wants to have a headache. But you have to have a head to have a headache, yeah? Who's giving you a head? Rebosh is giving you a head. He's giving you a head and he's giving you a headache. So people think, oh, I have a headache, you know. So it's just bad. But it is. A headache means the Rebosh it means there's some sort of, you know, there's some yuvacious, right? There's some dryness, so to speak, in the spheres, in the oilamus, in the system behind, that's behind the scenes of your head. But al Kopanam, you have a head. If it was really, really dry, right, he would have a head. And that's even worse than having a headache, right? So if you have a person that has a headache, it means al Kopanam, you have to have a head in order to have a headache. And the same thing is with all tsaris, right? Most tsaris are, are uh, it, the truth is all tsaris are like this, that whatever chesara the person's feeling in life, there has to be a, a, a there's, there's a backdrop that allows you to feel that chesar, right? So, you know, so whatever deficiency there is, at least you, you, you at the same time have a headache, to have a headache. And so this is part of, part of the amun that we're talking about, is like, yeah, the, 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 even though it is dry and there are chesrenes in my life, but whatever it is that I do experience is, you know, Whatever I do experiences is similar to their Bunshal's presence as well. And it is being enlivened by that. And so there are there are tsars, it doesn't take away from the headache, but you know, you have a head to have a headache. So he says there's no there's no such thing big or small that doesn't have Hashem's presence. Well, that goes from the highest place from Rabbanishlam all the way to the lowest. The ancient and there's no movement, small or big. that doesn't have again the an influence, a ha'ara, a light of ain't saif. The cholchiyas hanim tzayim and everything that exists, tohayim mutmeim, whether it be tar or even tam echas v'shalom, enu el mi'ita yisawar, ultimately is, is being enlivened by Hashem. So, so, you know, even, even it's again, like I said, that by realizing this, it makes, it makes the pain of, of the headache, so to speak, more, um, like deeper and more profound. Because it means that the Rabbanu Shalom is behind the scenes of that pain too, which means that he is experiencing that pain. And it means that the, that the, the pain of my headache is deeper than I think, and, and more significant than I think. The Rabbanu Shalom is not physical, so he's not, he's not experiencing that headache the way I am, but evidently there's something going on behind the scenes in the spiritual world that's the root of my headache, and the Rabbanu Shalom is experiencing that. I'm like, whoa, well, that just makes my headache so much bigger now, right? But not in a... I came out wrong, not in a, in a bad way, right? Does <laughs> I... It's it's deeper than I think. It's like whoa! All of a sudden, I thought I just like I just had a, I just I thought I had just like a small tiny headache, you know, and something that that that's only of this world. Right. What's the even like? Right, right, right. Right. The answer is right. Exactly. So if you think of a headache, right? If you think of a headache as just a physical headache, human headache, then yeah, then that's all it is. And what am I? What's what's the avoid behind the asimutayr? The answer is that no. Again, if everything is being alive in my Hashem and everything is experienced by Hashem because of that, well, Hashem, uh, if Hashem is experiencing it, it must be a big deal, and it must be there's something going on in the cosmic universe that is the root of my what I experience is something tiny in my life. So instead of dealing, so I have to deal with the symptoms to take a Tylenol, whatever, Excedrin, whatever it is, but I also have to deal with the root of the issue, which is maybe Yasekutayr, right? And so that's so it's, it's by, by realizing this truth that the Rabbanu Shalom is everywhere. Not only does that give comfort, you know, in the fact that, you know, it's like sometimes you deal with, you, you talk to someone, you know, 
which this happens, this happens to me, or they, you know, so they lay out all their tsars, you know, fix it. I'm like, no, I can't, I can't fix it, you know. There's nothing I can do about it. But sometimes, but sometimes the 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 that the person that the person needs to hear sometimes is simply the fact that they're not alone in their tsars. Because part of what makes tsars even more difficult is the thought that like I'm doing this by myself. And like, why is this happening to me? But me, you know, it's like you're not alone in this. Like, I can't explain why you're having difficulties in basically every area of life, you know. But I, what, I, what I can tell you is, is that, is that God's, God's suffering along with you. And when you fetch, why is this happening to me? You should say, why is this happening to us? Right? And you should say to Revolution, like, look at this. I can't believe that like our lives are falling apart like that, you know. And the guy usually looks at me, he's like, I thought you are a rabbi, you're supposed to, that doesn't sound very religious, it doesn't sound very immunadic, like to talk to Hashem that our lives are falling apart, like I can't believe this is happening to us. I'm like, yeah. So sometimes that's what you have to do, because, because it's, it's, it's about bringing God back into the picture, and thinking and realizing that your life, which feels like a system of spheres which are beyavish, which are dried up, to realize that they might feel dried up, but if they exist, it means... It, it can't be dried up, right? So if, if you have a headache, I mean, would, the head that's hurting you is being, it, 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 you know, is, 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 is part of God's universe, and God is, is a part of that. So it's like, it softens the blow sometimes with SARS, you know. It's like, you can't always take things away, you fix problems, but at least to realize that we're not alone in it, and, you know, and, and, by, and, and whatever feels like evacious, dried up, is uh, ultimately not. Let's just finish up the piece. So he says, and the Rebbe Shalom illuminates every single person's life, based on his kaychas, based on his chesim. But whatever degree, whatever, whatever person is experiencing is being enlivened by Hashem. So there's a, there's a behind the scenes. The Rebbe Shalom is experiencing it with you. Even in difficult places, still, even in darkness, there's some subtle light. There's some subtle light. For Rishayim, so to speak, it, it takes on the form of darkness, you know, so they can't see it, they can't feel it. But the Maisa, the Rabbanishim is there. It has to be. If the Rabbanishim wasn't there, it wouldn't exist, and there wouldn't be a youth to have an addict. They wouldn't have had to have an addict. You wouldn't have the musig of, you wouldn't have the musig of, uh, of, of there being a concept of parnasa to then feel that you don't have parnasa, right? So you have a musig of parnasa, you know, that's also parnasa. It's also the Rebbe So all these things, you know, it's just a matter of, 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 of thinking and orienting ourselves towards that. Okay, Bez Hashem. We'll continue on along this theme uh, uh, tomorrow, Bez Hashem. Okay.